When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Got it! Boston wins! Hugh Legends in basketball analysis. With over 70 years combined experience. This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know, what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent, I didn't think. All right, let, let's get right to it. All right, let's get to this. Um, let's start with the drama, fellas, with James Harden and Daryl Morey. Uh, Harden called Morey a liar because he hasn't traded him yet. Uh, you know both players or I said, you know, both people, the players in this drama, Jeff, uh, break it down for us. Um, I don't know who I want to side with. I don't want to side with either, but but I feel like Harden's the idiot here uh, in a lot of ways because, like, Daryl Morey, certainly, yes, he's going to try to trade you, and, and he probably said that. Listen, we're going to – we'll trade you. We'll, we'll get it done, um, or we'll try our best to get it done. But, again – you're not giving him away if you're Daryl Moore. No. You're not. I mean, that that's bad business. So for, for James Harden to come out and say, well, he's a liar because he said he'd trade me and I'm not, I'm still there right now. Like, dude, first of all, you opted into a $35 million deal when you're not that good anymore. <laughs> so be appreciative of that, right? I know he said like supposedly a year ago, he told them, you know, we'll, we'll get you. Ma-. Well, you didn't. You didn't fulfill what you needed to do to get that max contract. So, like, just shut up already. You didn't play in Houston to to get out of Houston because you basically looked like you were at the YMCA going through the motions at the end to, to force a trade there. Like, I'm so tired of James Harden's bullshit, Bob. I'm tired of it. And I'm not a Maury guy at all, but I'm tired of Harden's BS. I am also tired of Harden and everything you said, I would just echo with regard to Harden. And, and you know, when it's all said and done, it's going to be an interesting career to assess because of the success that he had and, 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 and the aesthetic disaster that he was and is to watch, you know. But he, And I don't know where these assists come from. I think he's bribed scorekeepers. But nonetheless, all that. And, and we don't know. I don't know what Daryl Morey specifically said to him. You don't know. We don't know. You know, I don't. I'm tired of the act. I'm tired of everything. We should go away. Okay. Not to mention uh, trading him. Who's going to take him for that money? I mean, who's who who, who? who? doesn't see what we see? He isn't worth it. All right. Now, the other flip side is I got. I had never met Daryl Morey. Never. Never been in his presence. I have no personal relationship. I have a an academic dispute 
you know, because I think, you know, with the what I call the Daryl Morphication of basketball, the reverence to the analytics, the reverence to the three, the reverence to the, the worst shot in basketball is the long two, which I think is is completely distorted, seriously distorted and altered. I won't go so far as to say ruined, but is it, it is adversely affected a game I love. And I'm not alone. I'm not in the majority, but I'm not alone. And and he is a proponent of this new basketball that is not as entertaining and sometimes as effective when you ignore a two completely as it once was. However, uh, if I had to pick Forget about, Hey, Bob, Bob, beyond ignoring the two, how about ignoring intangibles, uh, character fit amongst the, the rest of the team? Like, like analytics are great again. But to me, I think you, you start with the eye test. And I think Daryl Morey, unfortunately, I think he starts with the analytics and, and they weigh so heavily. Um, the other part with Daryl Morey is if you talk to a lot of people within the league, a lot of the other executives are not huge fans of Daryl Morey and how he and that's why I said it's yeah. hard for me to pick a side here, Bob. Yeah. And but I but easier for me because I don't have any personal yeah. feeling about Morey other than his policies. I don't so I don't know. Fine. So but it's a, it's to me, it's almost a joke. It'd be, it would be a joke if it weren't for so much money involved. There's a lot of money involved, one way or the other. Somebody's, I mean, it, it's just, and it, it just speaks to the, you know, how we, where we are in this world of sports money, and and how, you know, it, it's just monopoly money. It's 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 crazy. But forget that. Even if it was for thirty five dollars, the fact is that that Harden's days of being great are over. So he got fined. The NBA fined hard. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I, I forgot to mention minus. that they fined. Yeah, I, I thank you, Jeff. I forgot to mention that they fined him a hundred thousand dollars for his comments. Yeah. I, I, I buried the lead there, but I suppose when you're making thirty-five million, the hundred thousand dollars is yeah. Not, but I, like I, I'm a little like fuzzy, I was paying five but, bucks. Uh, Jeff, help me here. I'm a little fuzzy on on the legitimacy of this in terms of uh, this isn't a free. Uh, there's something about somehow or other Harry's infringing upon the uh, the uh, salary cap. Here's what they find him for. They find him for, quote, unquote, indicating that he would not perform the services called for under his player contract unless traded to another team. Um, that That's why, I guess, officially he was able to be fined. Uh, well, shouldn't that be more of a game. team matter than a league matter? It it seemingly starts with me. I honestly matter. how the league enters into this. But I think the league, I I think Adam Silver is so frustrated and he has to be because a lot of other people are too, that it's getting out of control now where these players uh, are running the league. And and again, listen, if you're LeBron James and you're running the league, I I get it. All right. You're LeBron James, but (laughs) what James Harden, come on, man. Like, like, what have you won? Like, what have you won? Well, that's just it. That's just it is if you, if you're a winner, you could say these things, but you could take a look at. Michael Jordan. I never heard on I stand corrected. I never heard Michael Jordan complain about his NBA salary once. I don't recall any NBA no I don't recall any contract negotiations. How we about all LeBron? know LeBron, we all know you really ha- don't ever. Do you? Not no, not not lately. What happened? I think what happened guys was when LeBron went to Miami, it was the first time in my opinion that players saw other players take control and they said we're going to do what LeBron did. And he had Wade, and he had Bosch lined up, and they did it, and they won two out of four NBA championships. Players have since tried to do it, right. and it's failed. It failed with the, with the Nets. 
And it's failed here with Harden. And I find it so disappointing with Harden because I really thought he was going to do something with the Nets. I thought that he was going to be, I thought he was going to fit in well with those guys. And it just, it was a disaster. I was, I was foolish to believe it. Well, it was part Harden, part Kyrie, part KD. You know, they're all different. And, and again, the problem with Harden is, um, you know, he's not only a different player and a unique player, which Bob kind of pointed at. And, you know, in some ways you got to give him a lot of credit, right? He's not the most athletic dude in the world. He used the rules to his advantage, but man, the dude knows how to score. Like when he was in his prime, oh, yeah. he was a tough, tough. Yeah, he could score. score. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 to kind of reinvent himself to some degree, uh, but again, listen, you just got your coach fired. Basically, that's what you just did, right? You were one of the primary reasons, responsibility-wise, why Doc Rivers is not the, no longer the coach in Philly. Yeah. And uh, again, I just think it, it's just insane for him to be like he lied to me because I'm not, I'm no, you know, I'm still in Philly before training camp. Like, dude, you're not worth what you think you're worth. That's why you're still in Philly. Yep. Football season is about to kick off, and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long. Right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every victory. I wonder how many people are going to bet on the Patriots. You can use your bonus bets on spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel.com slash Boston. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER. Hope is here. GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050. For 24-7 support in Massachusetts. 21 plus in president select states. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max bonus $50 unless specified otherwise. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. While we move from a player that we don't have a lot of sympathy for, uh, we move to a player we have a ton of sympathy for it. And especially, I think, after everything the the Ball family went through, you know, I'll start with Jeff on this, with the father, right, and leading up to all this. And I'm thinking, these kids will never, ever live up to the hype. And they have. I mean, quite frankly, they have. I mean, the, guy, the kids in the NBA, they can play. Lonzo Ball can play. And he had cartilage replacement. Now he's going to miss a season. Uh, what do you think his future looks like? Uh, not not good. And, and I feel horrible because, again, as much cool. as I've uh, criticized LeVar over the years, and, and I'm very, uh, you know, kind of cautious how I talk about LaMelo, who I think, you know, again, needs to grow up, needs to mature. Man, I can't say enough good things about Lonzo Ball. From the first time I saw him when I think he was a junior in high school, the kid just plays the ball, plays the game the right way, handles himself the right way. You know, I covered that thing so close for years, right? Like from when Lonzo was, again, in high school, UCLA. And and remember, like, the things LeVar would say, and he said a lot of them to me, about Lonzo's coaches. He would criticize Steve Alford. He criticized Luke Walton. To me, when, when we were in Lithuania, killed him. Killed him. 
And somehow Alonzo always found a way to not really go at his dad, but also be able to defend his coaches at the time. Like Lonzo is just like mature. You know, he doesn't talk a lot and his game is so mature because again, he's a throwback. He's a guy that just honestly advances the basketball and tries to make people better. Numbers don't matter to Lonzo ball. And I just feel horrible, especially if this was a result, like some people are saying, of Lonzo Ball playing in these stupid big baller, you know, shoes that were probably made for five bucks that LeVar was trying to make as much damn money as possible um, to try to sell them for hundreds and hundreds of dollars. I, I hope that's not the case, but I do worry. Time marches on and he will be uh, 26 years old on October 27 which means he's entering into basketball middle age. And we have not seen enough of him that for his, and it's different. Actually, number one, you feel bad for him. It's his, it's his life. It's his career. It's his, it's them too. You feel bad for the team. You feel bad for their fans. And I feel bad for us, Jeff and Gary, who are basketball fans. He's such an enjoyable player to watch. And, and we're going to be deprived of this. And so everybody loses, everybody loses. Yeah. And it's just not fair. I felt the same way because he got more out of the career, but you know, I, I keep using as a reference, a guy you had to see in person to appreciate was Derek Rose. We, we didn't get enough out of Derek Rose either. We got, we got a lot. We got more than we've gotten out of Alonzo, but I would have liked to have seen even more, but now we got Alonzo. I hope that with modern medical science, that somehow he'll come back and be at least, you know, 80% of what he was. And, and I don't know, but it's a shame. I, you know who, uh, and again, this guy, this guy was at a higher level, but, but again, I think Lonzo could have been at a real, I think Lonzo could have been a top five point guard. He was a great defender and, and honestly, maybe as good a passer as there is in the NBA yeah. in, in, in how he did it too. No, He doesn't do it flashy like his brother, right? He doesn't do it flashy like Rondo did it. He just gets the ball and makes the easy, simple pass. The, the guy I would say, when, you know, it's funny when you're bringing up Derrick Rose, the guy that comes to mind for me that always there, there are a bunch, but was Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy was one that to me could have been so good. And he only played, I think it was five years, six, six years, something like that in, in Portland. And he was one that could have been a superstar for a long time in the NBA. I don't know if Lonzo could have been at that level, but he would have been a damn good point guard. And honestly, the Chicago Bulls, if you remember, Couple of years ago, it's not last year, the year before, the first half of the season, the Bulls, I think, were the, the number one or two seed. And then Lonzo got hurt and the bottom kind of fell out on the right. Bulls. So, I was, yeah. I was about to reference that. I didn't have the specifics, but the, I remember distinctly that the Bulls were were really on the move. Yes. And we were, and they were definitely in the discussion. And, and that, you know, it's, it, they are no longer. Uh, just for the record, um, He's a kid with a guy with career highs of 33.16 uh, uh, rebounds and 17 assists in, right. in games. His career is 11.9 points and 6.2 assists, 5.7 rebounds. The triple-double possibility on any given night. And, uh, yes. um, and so, he got better as a shooter. He got yeah, better. Oh, we all kid laughed about the, the, the look on the three. But, yeah. you know, it was a you wouldn't teach this look, you know. But – you know, he did work on it and, and, and they started to go in. So what can I say? You know, 
the, the other thing with Lonzo Gary that that I think people got to know was Lonzo was the one who kind of made that family name because he came along before Lavar. Okay, like Lavar was Lavar because of Lonzo. Wow. Lonzo had already established himself as one of the elite players in, in the country at that point. And there was some debate coming out of the draft that year. It was, remember, Markel Fultz. Right. Lonzo Ball and Jason Tatum. Tatum. All super different players, but all you were kind of making a case for like, all right, like who could go number one? Who should go number one? Fultz, we know, has had his issues, injury, and and obviously uh, some some emotional issues as well, trying to fig- handle the injuries. Uh, and now you've got Lonzo, whose career could be over, and you've got Jason Tatum, who's established himself as, again, one of the top players in, in the NBA. So Danny Ainge made the right call there by trading, you know. Well, I, I also think that Lonzo was hurt by the family perception. Yeah. You know, because I wondered, okay, is this kid going to be really as good as, you know, his father says he is? And yes. you're right. And it's a testament to him and his maturity that he kind of weathered the storm. And I'm sure it's, you know, his father's looking out for his kids and he wants to protect the brand and so forth. But, you know, uh, he weathered that storm and he came out and he kind of was his own guy, you know, and and he deserves all that credit for that. The question I have is, and you guys probably don't know the answer to this because you're not doctors, the cartilage transplant. I've never heard of that. Have is, it, That's oh, no. like, that's, that's not, that's rare. It doesn't sound good. I, I, the other thing I'll say is, and again, between the shoes and between the workout regimen, you know, dad would have the kid running hills in, in Chino Hills. He'd have him running up and down the hills, probably in the yeah. sweltering heat. I, I've been to the house. I don't know if they still live there or not, but, you know, in the back and behind the house, they have this like little tiny court. Uh, and I just think my guess is he played too much too. Like he played too much. Like it was constantly training and working and Lonzo loved to play ball. He did. He really didn't have anything else as a, as a high schooler. He just wanted to play ball. Um, and again, I love Lonzo because he was about the right things, or he is about the right things. I'm talking about him like he's in the past tense, yeah, uh, yeah. which is awful. But um, he's about the right things, and it's about again. He doesn't want the attention. He never has. You know, like I've never seen a kid. I went to the the his Lakers workout coming out of the um coming out of college before the NBA draft. I remember ESPN sent me out there for it. And um he did a, you know, after the workout, you go in front of a a, a mass group of media. And I remember counting, like it was like a, a five-minute interview. And like the average amount of words answered per question was like eight. Like eight for every, they kept hitting with questions and it was like nothing. He just, again, he just doesn't care. Like not, not disrespectful, not rude. Just didn't love the game of, of, of dealing with media. Just right. wanted to play ball. Just wanted to play ball. Yeah, uh, Guys, we're going to have the Porzingis watch because last year, I believe was the first, he's the most games he's played in his career with Washington. Oh, wow. So he's going to miss the fever tournament. He's got plantar fasciitis. When I think of plantar, I don't think a big deal, Bob. I've had it. I've I just had it recently. Oh, here we go. Jeff Goodman. Got, Jeff Goodman is going to talk about being an injured yes. NBA player based on his experience, Bob Ryan. Yes, uh, that's right. Okay, that's right. Well, all right, Jeff, go ahead. Then I'll ask Bob's response. I mean, 
do we have to be on the Porzingis watch with the seven foot three guy dealing with injuries? All I'll tell you is it took eight months for me. Like I eventually went to rehab, like like physical therapy, just to to try to figure it out. Like I wore this this kind of contraption at night. Oh yeah. Um, Guess obviously it out. he's going to have better uh, care than I had. So you would think it won't take eight months, but at first you're just like, all right, my foot hurts like hell. I can't walk. It's it's really a pain tolerance thing than anything else. Like I remember I played ball throughout it and it hurt like hell, but you could play through it. It's a pain tolerance thing as much as anything else. Obviously he's going to get good care. I would think it'll be good, but they don't know when it'll go away. It's not like there's a timetable that anybody can put on plantar fasciitis. It's again, it, it's, it's a pain threshold thing. And it's a, it, for me, it just went away one day. Eight well, months they are in. Talking, you know, fact is they are talking four to six weeks. So I don't know where they get that from. Uh, I got to tell you the funny, not funny. It isn't funny, but interesting. Uh, never heard of this thing, this phenomenon in my life. And first game of the 1976 playoffs, the Celtics played the, the, uh, uh, Buffalo Braves and they win the game and we go back to the garden the next morning for practice and have a check is wheeled in whoa what's this played last night had his usual game got something on his foot this this phenomenon called plantar fasciitis <laughs> a torn plantar fascia and this is the first I ever heard of it in 1976 with check he then spent he missed game two by the way and only one game Miss game two. And then for the for the entirety of the rest of the playoffs, three series, he had to soak his foot. They told him, soak your foot in ice for three hours a day. <laughs> so, of course, he did it for six. Figured if three is good, six is twice as good. And I, Bob Ryan, was a his buddy, uh, uh, help, uh, uh, escorting him around um, the playoffs. He, he took a turquoise dishpan on the road for the rest of the series of playoffs and soaked his foot, and I I sat there and watched TV with him while he soaked. Did his you feet. rub his foot too, Bob? Did you rub no, his I foot after he was done? I I offered only uh, only empathy, but no 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 physical. But I sat there with John and many a night in the hotel room, and, really? and, and as he watched TV and and he soaked his seriously. Feet. You were Very sitting seriously. there while while he's soaking his feet. It was a different time, Jeff. Like like I can't even I know, fathom I this know. now, Bob. He stayed at Paul Westfall's house during the I know, but this one championship. I, I get start, it. I get it. But like, just still, that's Cowards amazing. Told, Cowards told Bobby was retiring before he told Red. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> these are all, and I started when I did John's book, and and that's right. how I start the book, John, with the plant with the turquoise dishpan <laughs> that he took around the NBA circuit in the '76 finals, which of course they won. <laughs> I'm shocked that you're not gonna. Um, you know, be doing that for Porzingis. Maybe you should offer. There yeah, you go. I, mean, I, I, I got, I got John through a playoff series. So you know, there you I mean, go. Uh, yeah. We've got, we, we, we know you guys both have very busy schedules. Uh, do you have a quick thought on Team USA, Jeff? Did you want to say anything on that? Rob well, watched more than I did. I, I try not to watch these friendly, meaningless games. So uh, I watched the Bob? end of it. I, I, yeah. um, I have a great curiosity about this team, and I did watch the whole game. It was convenient. Twelve noon. So, yeah. Perfect. Before baseball started, oh, I was great. I loved it. I, I mean, I watched. So, um, I when it was over, I said, "Am I supposed to feel good or bad? Do I feel good because they won the game, comes out for sixteen down, or do I feel bad because they were sixteen down?" Right. And I and and uh, you know, of course, happy face. Uh, Steve Kerr put a happy face on it. You know, 
uh, shows our grit, blah, 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 blah. Okay, here's my takeaway. Uh, and, and, and this is the takeaway that Kurt offered the world. Our guy is Anthony Edwards. He's our guy now. He's our stud. He, he is our, he's our fulcrum. He's our star. He's our, we're building this team around Anthony Edwards. That's what that's the thing he's announcing to the world. My takeaway, uh, the interesting one was the comeback. Uh, in the comeback, one of my favorite players was sitting watching, and that's J- uh, Jalen Brunson, as Tyrese Halliburton played very well. And the other guy, and I'm ha- you know, we saw we got a glimpse of him in the playoffs. We were maybe you were ready, Jeff, but I was not ready for this guy to do anything on this earth. And he was good again, Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves came up big in this game. Uh, all right, Germany played really well. To get that lead, they let you know they had the, the Wagner brothers, and they had, of course, uh, Schroeder who played well, and our old friend Daniel Tice. Yes, and Tice, and and in fact, but uh, I don't. So, you, what do you just in the abstract, Jeff? What would your reaction be to us needing to come from sixteen back to beat Germany? I mean, listen again. When you look at this roster, you're like, all right, is there a dude on on the roster that's really a top? 15 player in the NBA? No. The answer is no. I mean, like Jalen Brunson, love him. You know, he's probably in that 25 range. Anthony Edwards might be a top 10. He's on his way. Yeah, like he might get there. I still want to see Anthony Edwards do it for a winning team. You know, I watched him on a Georgia team in college win like eight games. Yeah. I mean, they're atrocious. And Minnesota, yeah, they were better last year, but I, I, I still want to see him do it and be a winning basketball player so yeah i I just i'm not really interested in this yet i I will be when the games matter but i'm not there yet all right well but i needed to get a feel i had no feel for him i wanted to try to get some kind of a feel before it starts because i don't know about game time i don't know how much we're going to be able to see in the the beginning in terms of game times i have no idea where the games are in well they're well they're in manila and and bob what i would say is uh next time there's a uh exhibition game on it 1230 during the day uh, go out uh, get some sun go to the beach <laughs> instead it will be much more um uh, oh that's why they call him the commissioner all right gentlemen uh jeff good to see you bob always a pleasure of this episode of the bob ryan jeff goodman tangway along for the ride podcast brought to you by fanduel the exclusive wagering partner of the clns media network visit fanduel.com slash boston Gentlemen, until next time, we'll see you later. All right. CLNS Media Network is powered by FanDuel Sportsbook. Visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and start earning bonus bets when you bet on a Super Bowl winner. You can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season.